You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey guys, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. Alongside Chris and James, my name is Ryan. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast at THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. Next time we win, guys, it will be better. Uh, I don't think the Dallas Stars deserve the fate they got tonight or last night. They lose by a final score of 3-1 to one to the New York Rangers tonight. Honestly, guys, I'll just give my first thoughts here real quick. I'm not mad. I can't be. They They did absolutely anything and everything they possibly could to win this game, to win the Boston game. They were the better team, in, I would argue, in both of these games. And unfortunately, they only get one out of the four points out of these two games. Yeah, the uh, especially on the second night of a back-to-back and with still two of your starting six defensemen, they played very well. Um, again, put up a bunch of shots, put up a lot more quality shots tonight than they did last night even. Um, and surprisingly, with a, as long as a regular season game possible last night, they push in the third period and play extremely well and – it, it felt like they were going to get that tying goal at some point. It, you, you could feel it coming. And then Shesterkin just ripped it right out of their hands. And he, he really was the difference maker, especially in the third period, just the timely saves. And it, not only is that not good for the Stars tonight, as we don't get any points from a game where we probably deserve some, that's not good for the rest of the league if Igor Shesterkin is uh, finding his way back to where he needs to be. That's going to put the Rangers back into – top four cup contenders. And they've been very good lately. The The whole team has overall. The, the Rangers themselves were not good tonight. Igor Sesterkin goalied the Dallas Stars tonight. That's really what happened. And what was crazy is the fact that even though the Stars are on the second night of a back-to-back, uh, they had a lot of people who were out. They've had some crazy things happen with Miro Haskinen not being in the lineup last game. Uh, You've got some kind of lineup changes as well, despite all the things going on. And they still are able to play the way they were. And what that does do for me, it gives me hope for the playoffs. Because I, what I was thinking about this while I was watching the game end. I was just like, you know, I'm not really all that mad. And at this point for me, I don't really care about how we like points per se. Yes, we need the points to make the playoffs, but I'm more concerned about how we're playing. And, and that's such a cliche thing to say, especially after you've lost two games. But I, I really feel like that's the truth here. The, the Stars, against two of the better teams, in the standings at least, played very well. They did. They kept it close. And especially in the game tonight when they probably should have gotten blown out. And in the game last night, they probably should have gotten blown out too, considering 
the fact that they were missing so many key pieces with Duchesne and with Miro being gone. So that's just where I'm standing right now. It just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I really thought we deserved to win both games and we just can't pull it off. And that's definitely the positive side from tonight. There is still some negatives you can look at too. The inability to execute, especially from that top line, is getting pretty worrisome, especially the past few games. Um, probably three or four of the top line has really struggled. They get broken up and Johnson gets thrown back into that top line role. And I, I thought sparked it a little bit, but that's also partially due to uh, the Rangers trying to protect the one goal lead pretty much the entirety of the third. But yeah, the, our best guys have to be our best guys. And right now they're not doing it. We, that top line needs to put up points. If they show up just a little bit in the, in the last two games that we played, we steal a couple more points. And instead of feeling good about the way we played and are just upset about the result, we are on top of the moon because we got the points and played surprisingly well. So and, overall, I agree. You can't be too mad, but we left the points on the table for sure. Yeah. And from a team effort that definitely no complaints at all. But when you look at the top line, you, you look at uh, Robertson, hence Pavelski. How many goals have they had the last three games? All three of them. Zero. No goals at all. The last goals they scored was in that Carolina game where they put up two and kind of won us that game. But since then, it has been nothing and very, very quiet over there, especially for Pavelski, who's struggled for a long time now. This is, makes 12 games straight without a goal. So that was one of the things that was being talked about in the chat over here. And Ardell specifically kind of singles you out, uh, James. He says, I hope James rants a little about the lack of goals from the hints line. Those dudes need to find twine. And that was one of the things I thought about too. Go ahead. It's, go ahead, James. It's really, really tough when you're talking about how well the team played as a whole. And you look at kind of who played the worst. And in the past three games, it's been, it's been the top line. And that is not something that you can have. We... We should have won all three of these games if the top line gets us one goal in every single game. One goal in every single game, and it's all flipped the other way, and we win every single one. Yeah, and the reason you can kind of pin it on them is because that's especially their job. They haven't played especially worse. Maybe uh, that first game three games ago where they got, were all minus two, maybe there they did play yeah. worse than everybody else. But the past two games, it's not like they're especially bad, but their job is not to not be especially bad. Their job is to put up points and to score when we need it, and they weren't able to do it. Especially when you look at where the goals came from the last two games in particular, it's all defensemen. I mean, Johnson gets the one tip on the Harley shot. That's the only difference. Every other one is from a defenseman, all different defensemen. That is crazy depth scoring, especially for the Stars. We, we seem pretty weak on defensive scoring compared to most teams. And they get it, and we do nothing with it. Yeah. Mato also saying they didn't look very in sync with each other. And that's one of the words that I thought of that I put down in my notes for the game tonight was the synergy is just completely off with those three guys. And uh, specifically with Pavelski on that line, it just, I don't, I, I can't put my finger on it. It just, the, the pep, the speed, the confidence that they had, it's not there right now. Yeah, I think you could say that about all, the whole forward group this game. I, I thought the energy was there, the want to, definitely there. And they played hard and they played good, but the passes just were not connecting. They weren't reading each other's minds the way they normally can. Passes weren't tape to tape. They were just out of people's reach. It was just, just a little bit off the, the past few games is what it, is what it feels like. And, so, And, and, and that, that can lead to some high shot totals and not executing. 
Yeah, and some of that is we we just played three of the best teams in four nights. That's really yeah. tough. Get crazy but to the side. It, when it comes down to it, you, you have to execute. You don't have a choice anymore. I mean, you you got to score when you get your chances, especially from the people who should be executing. Yeah. And I think that's something that we... I think I'm glad it's happening now. And again, not in the playoffs. The yeah. playoffs is really what matters, right? So this is kind of... the uh, This is a life lesson for hockey tonight. You... You, you played well. You deserved to win. You got goalied. Find a way. Find a way. That's just the way, that's something you have to do in the playoffs. If you're if you are down game seven, it's two to two. You're in triple overtime against the Jets. Or, or right now it looks like maybe the Avs or whoever. Whoever. You got to find a way to win. You got to find a way to win no matter what it is. If it's a nasty goal, dirty goal, whatever. And that's that's something that maybe we can we can learn just for the playoffs moving forward. Yeah, another another good thing to take away from tonight is it was a very it, very easy game to get frustrated at on offense when you had those chances coming and just nothing was buried. Didn't feel that frustration from the forward group tonight, and I think that's an important thing to keep going. You disagree, James? I, I, I disagree. Say, say, Sagan seems pretty frustrated because the past two games, he's had chance after chance after chance, and he just can't put it in the back of the net. I mean, uh, especially at the end of the Boston game, he snapped his stick in overtime when he had those chances. True. So yeah. Sagan maybe, definitely maybe is Sagan's frustrated. frustrated uh, but I, I kind of wish that – I think Robertson might be frustrated too because it feels like he's passing more than he should, and he's trying, he's trying cute plays. And he, it's it's way too cute. I mean, it was obvious a lot of times tonight with before they just threw Johnson on there and they just forechecked the whole time with Pavelski on that line. Johnson was trying to be too cute with his passes and constantly it was getting picked off and turned over. Uh, let's talk about a couple of uh, players tonight who were in the positive. Uh, Sagan. Sagan had a great game tonight, I thought. Had a lot of chances. Wasn't able to capitalize on one but he looked very good and i, I want to highlight one player in particular who i thought had a really good game and the patriarch himself our our dad uh points it out ben did play well tonight this was one of the best games i think jamie ben has had in a while um he yeah he did take a penalty but uh, there were two penalties that he drew he he had several chances to uh, as well as sagan and uh, I thought he just—he he was one of the guys that looked the best tonight. And unfortunately, he just couldn't get a goal. Yeah, if, if, if we're doing biggest winners, uh, I'll, I'll give mine to Miro Hayskin. And he was—he almost won this game single-handedly. He was almost the whole team's offense. That—that that first goal, he's in the right place, right time. Great pass by by Ben to get it over to him, and he buries it. But smart to sneak down the side, see see what's going on in the offensive zone, and not just stay up on his point. And then, man. That second one, the biggest save by Igor when he reaches back and stops it on the goal line. Just an amazing move by Miro. And that's some uh, – that's him looking at the tape on the bench as well too, knowing that that guy is cheating to the center every time that we win the faceoff in the offensive zone. He sees that on the iPad. He takes it onto the ice, uses it against him, takes it to the boards, and he's got all the open ice in the world. I mean, that was a perfect play by him. Shows the hockey intellect, in my opinion, more than anything on Miro Heiskanen. And then it's just stone-cold Rob by Igor Shesterkin. And that's just the goalie's better, and you can't do anything about it sometimes. He was especially good in the third period. And 
the 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 last the last note I took was Igor somehow keeps it out. Miro set it up. Sagan can't put it away. That was at four eighteen remaining in the third period. I didn't write anything else after that because <laughs> I was like, "This game is over. He's not allowing another goal. It's just not happening." So he he really is the biggest winner tonight for me is Igor Shosturkin because without him the the Rangers get scored on yeah, and the, the and and they and the thing is, is they had their chances too the stars did it's not like they didn't they, they they had numerous chance after chance after chance it was for some reason they kept trying to go glove side on uh, Igor and it seemed like he would always pull it out of nowhere and uh that's also on top of the two uh posts that the stars hit early in the game it was Pavelski yeah. speaking of someone who's on the he was on a gold route and then uh Duchesne. So Harley uh just Harley. Oh Harley, that's right. I forgot about Harley. That's true. So three posts. Just the luck was not in the stars' favor. The hockey gods were not in our favor. We forgot to offer a sacrifice. Uh it just wasn't in the cards for us tonight. Yeah. And that included with us playing two of the best goalies in the league, and our top line finally stops executing. It's like everything is kind of going against us right now. And we're still finding ways to try and get points out of these games. So I, I think overall, these past two games, rough is back-to-back we're going to have all season. And I think the Stars played pretty well in them considering the circumstances. You don't like taking moral victories, but if you're ever going to take a moral victory, these past two games are certainly, certainly it. Here's an interesting stat that uh, Ricky pulled up for us. Thank you for doing this. Just a stat that said Duchesne is second in the league for crossbars slash posts hit. Only number 34, Mr. Austin Matthews, is ahead of him. So that is a crazy stat to have considering that, I mean, Austin Matthews is on a pace for over 70 goals this year. So that's that, that's nothing to kind of fret or wrinkle your nose at if, uh, if you're a Stars fan with Duchesne. So, hey guys, it's Ryan here. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Here's some odds for you for the Rocket Richard Trophy, which is the regular season top goal scorer. Obviously, right now, Austin Matthew leads the way. He's got a minus 330 in the odds. But you can also take a look at Sam Reinhardt of the Florida Panthers with a plus 650, David Posternock of the Boston Bruins with a plus 1,000, or maybe you can even go for Nikita Kucherov at a plus 2,500. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. 
Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. I'm not so sure how you guys feel about this. I'll pull this up. Uh, I didn't honestly think it was all that bad tonight. Uh, but again, Patriarch himself saying, I'll complain about the refereeing a bit, but we didn't take advantage of the opportunities that we had. So what did y'all think about What's... officiating tonight? What's more frustrating for me, and it's been the past two games, is that we've outworked our opponent pretty majorly and haven't gotten an advantage on power plays, and that's just kind of how the start season has gone. And before you could be like, okay, maybe we're not working as hard as the other team because we do have a lot more skill and we tended to just score on our opportunities. But the past two, we have just outplayed the other teams completely and not really gotten rewarded for it. And that's a little frustrating, but at the same time, it wasn't, it's not atrocious uh, refereeing. Yeah, I didn't see any major calls that they missed on the Rangers. I feel like maybe a couple of ones that they did call could have been a little little touch valley, but I thought it was fine. And the Stars, it does bring up another thing. Stars penalty killing was great, and that was without a Yanni Hockenpah. Just a little 17 intent. for 18 now. It's very good. After that's giving after that. that. Yeah, after yeah. that terrible yeah. game in in uh, Toronto, so very good bounce back from that squad. against the Caps too. So, okay, uh, I want to get into this a little bit too because this kind of goes back to the top line. Uh, there are several comments about this. I think they had Wyatt on the top line again by the end of the game tonight. It wasn't just the first line that got shuffled around. Uh, I think Steele got moved down to the fourth line, and uh, Pavelski was on that third line as well. So. I mean, what do you do? Because obviously that top line is not working. Do you completely split up the three guys and put them on three separate lines and no. see how that goes? I, I mean, what what's the solution, I, guys? What do you think? I really like it with Johnson up there, and it looked good for the rest of the night. The beginning of the game, first half of the game, it was rough with Pavelski on there. He got one or two chances, but it wasn't. it's not sustained pressure like... Hints, Robertson and Johnston get when they're in the zone. They're just so fast and they're always on the on the defense, just pressuring them constantly. The four check's really strong. They're great at cycling around and just feeding it to each other. And I feel like tonight they just kind of ran out of gas before they got back together. And even when they were together, I had some chances as well. I mean, that's kind of what that yeah. line looks like. And it looked good. Yeah, and I think White especially has been playing well the past two weeks. He's, he's and been he, he can feed that fire and he can really get them going, I think. And that's a better option. And I really like when Ben and Pavelski are on the same line too. It gives it gives a whole different look than those first two lines have offensively. It's it's more in front of the net, try and get those dirty, greasy goals that the stars mm -hmm. don't get very often. And I think that's something that we should take advantage of. I, I, I like mm -hmm. that lineup combination better just overall. And I think and Pavelski had a chance. Pavelski had a chance on that line as soon as he got put down there. I mean, that that's how we got the cross-checking call late yep. in, the, uh, in the third as well. I it's mean, a miracle. he's fighting in that, front of the net. It's a shot through and almost tipped. And yeah, I think that's like the third time it's been called all year and it happens to him three times a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. 
I, I forgot who agreed with you. There was a comment over here that was someone agreeing with you, but uh, Brian Sweet of Blackout Dallas. Hey, Brian. Um, move Johnson to the top lane permanently. Uh, Joe, Ma uh, Joe Mama saying, no, Wyatt is good. That's the solution. Uh, I agree with you, but um, really? the, the thing is, is if this doesn't work, then, then what do you do? And I'm, I'm sure you know, people are drop hints. <laughs> really, yeah. really, there's a lot of choices. I, I think hints on the second line and, and throwing Sagan up on the top line can work. Uh, I... I think more of it is Pavelski has hit a trench right now and just cannot figure it out. And it's just going to, it's going to take him a bit till he finds a way to get out of it. Once he gets out of it, I feel like he'll be fine. But till then it is, it is dragging down the first line. It really is. Yeah. And remember it's only been like three or four games that it's been not optimal. So yeah, you just, it's not blowing up yet. <laughs> exactly. So you switch back to Johnson, which has been proven to work before. If that doesn't work, switch back to Pavelski again. If that's still not working, then we can start talking about some weird things. But that's a week or two down the line of continual yeah. uh, unimprovement, which I don't think and, is going to happen. They're going to improve. These, those guys are too good. Especially the last two games, it is two extremely incredible goaltenders playing at the top exactly. of their games. With yeah. good defense in front of them, too. Yeah. I mean, there was, especially late in the third, the Rangers had some really good individual plays that stopped us from getting even better chances than we had. And that's what's tough about trying to talk about the bad things that happened these past two games, because they have great excuses. I mean, the reasons for them not to be executing and to not win these games when they're outplaying their opponents, there's numerous, and they're all very valid, which is why, overall, the big takeaway you should take from these past two games is the Stars play good, the circumstances did not allow them to win. All right, and uh, I want to get into this as well because this was the thing that everybody freaked out about last night and then early this morning when it was actually announced. Uh, Mato, with not exactly the nicest comment, but I will go ahead and give him credit for, for bringing this up. Uh, thank you, Stars, for making fun of me about Stinky, but he, he doesn't exactly say that. <laughs> um, Logan Stankoven gets called up by the Dallas Stars. It's official. It's, it almost looked like he was going to play tonight. And I was so conflicted with the fact of, well, do I want Duchesne in or do I want Stankoven in? I was so conflicted about it. Um, he doesn't I get in the lineup tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I want Duchesne in every time. <laughs> okay. But he, apparently he's going to get his opportunity. He will play sometime this week. We just don't know when that is. And, the the other thing about this is you don't call up the guy unless you're going to give him a chance. Yeah, I mean he's one of those guys. He's not like a veteran like Pouliot or Petrovic or something like that who is just kind of a fill in. And and by the way, both of those guys Petrovic play great. I thought Pouliot played really well today too. But anyway, Stankoven, um, when does he get his opportunity? What line is he going to play on? What do y'all think? Thoughts? Uh, he's got to probably play in Delhi's spot. Is my expectation because he plays there you put johnson probably back down there with them with ben that's like that's a pretty scary line yep i agree with james you'll play where delhi is as long as uh duchene's entry isn't nagging and he's actually over it um i was fully wrong i thought if they brought up blue, blue mel the other day that it'd be stanky that that meant stanky wasn't gonna come up but obviously not correct they're gonna they're gonna look and give him a shot are they actually did they say they're gonna play him at some point this week even if duchene is healthy 
Well, I thought that, but Joe Mama, I guess, is giving us some insider. I did not know about this. They already called Stankoven back to Texas. That yeah, sucks. I was about to say, I didn't, I didn't think they were just going to play him just to play him. I don't know, but um, anyways, well, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of that question. But still, uh, I think he will get his opportunity. If he does get his opportunity to come back up here and play with the Stars, I'd like to see him on that third line in Delandria's spot. I, I kind of agree here's, with both Here's kind of the thing, though. It, it All it takes is one injury for us right now, and he's in the lineup. We yeah, have right, one injury right. away from him be, being in the lineup because Adonov's out for the rest of the season. Yep. I think so, too. I think so. Okay. Uh, we kind of did our biggest winners a little bit already. James I think didn't. Chris and I already. Yeah, James didn't. But uh, James, who's your biggest winner tonight? Uh, I'm going to give it to Suter, actually. Suter has had a very good past couple of games, especially with Fair. some injuries in the lineup. And it's it's just his positional play that he's been doing. He's been back on everything. He's not making stupid little plays, putting himself out of position. And it, it just seems like he's always back for those rushes against. And it's it's that's exactly what I want to see from him every single night. And it, that I guess that kind of turns on getting late in, later into the season. So it makes sense why it's happening now, but it is encouraging to see it. Yeah, I agree. And I think that kind of that kind of eases my mind a little bit more that he does have something that he can turn on once we get to playoffs too, because they, we needed to help it. It was all of a sudden Suter's a little bit better. So he's keeping a little bit of gas in the tank, I feel like, for whenever he needs it. I'll, I'll give an honorary uh, best winner tonight, biggest winner tonight. Winner. Derek, yeah, best winner. Uh, because I, I, I really thought he's been good the last two games. Uh, Derek Pouillot, uh, it's hard to get called into something like that. And... I can't think of anything in the last two games that I was just like, oh gosh, that was terrible. Other than the very first shift <laughs> against yeah. Boston. That was about yeah. it, right? That was it. So after that, that was kind of his wake up call. And I haven't really, you know, noticed him doing anything, anything bad per se. And if anything, actually, uh, there were one, two, two, three different times that I mentioned something about him having a, a good defensive play in his own zone. So, good good fill-in by him. And good by the coaching staff to give him protected minutes as well. He played 10 minutes tonight, didn't play very – I think he had one shift against the Rangers' top line. Other than that, he played against some uh, some lesser opponents. So, it, it's good to know that we, we have guys that are ready if we need them. Hopefully, we don't. And that our coaching staff is ready to protect them whenever they do have to be called up. Yeah, and Puglia especially looked – really good the past couple of games just skating back and some of that is probably because he's played in the nhl before it's just been a while since he's been there all right guys um it just feels frustrating because it feels like we get really good goaltending or really good offense or really good defense and we can never just put it all together and we, just we can't put it together too early if you're baking a cake you can't can't be done four hours before the guests get there ryan we gotta wait Yes. Okay. You gotta wait fair. for the cake. And the reason why Put I say that, that is that, the reason why I say that is because someone we haven't talked about today is Scott Wedgwood. Scott Wedgwood was very good for the stars tonight. Made a couple of really big saves. Only allowed two goals. He ends with a 920 save percentage. Uh that's more than enough 
from your from your backup goalie. I mean, he's been excellent. And ever since he had that stretch where it was like what, 12 games that he played in a row yeah. with uh with Ottinger being out, he's been very good. So again, another honorary yeah. uh biggest winner tonight. Probably unfortunately for him, he plays better as a backup than he does as an everyday guy. <laughs> Definitely. Well, it, but that's exactly how Hudobin was too. Hudobin was like that too, except, except for, for the, the bubble cup run. <laughs> yes, exactly. That was ridiculous. Uh, I, I will always love him for that. So and Otter, Otter, or sorry, Wedgwood playing good is why it's it's even more disappointing that the first line just couldn't get anything done because yeah, it it, it was a great game from him. He really he really stood up when he had to and couldn't get enough goals for him. And Joe Mama, yes, we did. I did see that hit. That was very interesting from Joe Hanley. He hit. Uh, it was one of the six eight guys that they have on that. Uh, on that fourth line down there, and for the Rangers, it was ridiculous. Uh, Dad also saying boom from Hanley, loved that hit. Yes, absolutely. All right, uh, biggest loser tonight, biggest loser. Ah, I guess Sagan. I mean, being on the doorstep that many times right after I compliment how he's been uh burying pucks this season, and all of a sudden he goes snake pit. I guess I'll take that one. Two games straight, too, man. I mean, it it was like that last game, too. He's had. Probably 12 chances in the last two games with no goals to show for it. He's got a hat trick coming up against Ottawa, I bet. Right? Right. Watch that happen. Um, I'll just give mine to the top line and kind of cop out, make it easy for myself. He's the They're the biggest looters. When, when we have something like this and we're not getting goals from our bottom nine forwards, those guys have got to step up and score, and they have not been lately. So they're my biggest losers tonight. I'm going to give mine specifically to Joe Pavelski. I mean, he is on a very bad drought, and it feels like the lines that he's getting on, it, he is not helping them, whereas normally he would. And it doesn't. It, he didn't look good on the faceoff dot either tonight. He won zero faceoffs and had lost seven. So that is uh, weird. Obviously, he is, in, he is down all the way at the bottom. Uh, he, he's got to find a way to claw back up. I wonder if he's fighting something. Always uh, Ryan's it, answer. Someone's playing know, bad. They but, must be hurt. But like it, this, this is not normal for Joe I, Pavelski. I think he's just snake bit, man. I mean, it, it, he's it, also it happens to it he's happens to everyone eventually. And I'm and a man. It, I'm four. I I just feel like he he's just gotten a little unlucky the past stretch of games, and it it's gotten to him a little bit now. All right, guys. Uh, we got anything else this evening? No. All right. I don't, okay. All right. Uh, those of you that are listening live, we appreciate you. We had up to 26 tonight. That's really good. We appreciate y'all. More of you are, are listening afterwards. Please consider leaving a five-star review anywhere you listen to your podcast. That's the best way to help us grow. Uh, nice click one. like and subscribe here on YouTube. Follow us on all social media. Go and uh, follow. Follow subscribe to our discord server we're all on there most of the time and uh we always see like ardell on there too complaining about things and we're right there with him complaining about things so it's a lot of fun there uh, during the games and uh, as always go and check out starcastrecordmarks.com for all the latest info on the podcast and check out starcastrecordmarks shop.com it's the best way to support us in what we do
Uh, you can go and check out our uh, our latest blog post by my by moi, me myself and I. Uh, three candidates uh, who I think the stars should go after. One of them we talked about in our last episode that the other two boys, Chris and James, were very high on. So go and check out that episode that came out just uh, yesterday. So along with Chris and James, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. And before we close out, we just want to say congratulations to Mayor Hayskinen for the birth of his child. We'll be back with you guys again on the next episode. Bad GG, exactly. Good night, guys.